Joe, there was a report that uh, Saquon's surgery is scheduled for next week. Is that true? And do you have any other information on that? You know, at this point, Pat, I don't have any information on that. Uh, I have to check with Ronnie and see when everything is finally reported. Um, you know, I know Saquon was with us this weekend on the trip. So as far as when his surgery is going to officially take place, I don't have a date right now specifically myself. But I'll talk to Ronnie when we're done here about a lot of guys today. And how did, uh, how did Devontae Freeman come out of last night? I know he had the ankle. And are there any other meaningful injuries coming out of the game? Again, I got to check with a lot of guys in terms of, uh, you know, where they're at today with Ronnie. But I'd say with Devontae, I mean, he finished the game for us. You know, he's been, you know, obviously playing through a bunch of nicks and bumps like a lot of guys in the league are at this point in time. But he's a tough dude. He never complains. So you never really know anything's wrong with him. Zach. And Joe, you, you've uh, you guys have seen seven games of Andrew Thomas now at left tackle. Um, I'm just curious, like what what has he what has he done to make you believe that he he's deserves to be the starting left tackle still? I guess Andrew's done a lot. Andrew's a good guy to build with. We have a lot of plans long term with Andrew. He's the kind of guy we want to work with, both physically, all right, and his personality off the field. So we have a lot of confidence in Andrew. We want to keep working with him and develop him going forward. You know, I fully expect Andrew to have a very productive long career in this league. All right, we enjoy him being a Giant. Okay. Uh, Joe, a follow-up on Andrew. Do you think his confidence has been hurt at all by the struggles he's gone through? No, I see him come to work every day with a good attitude, effort, and energy. I mean, when you see guys with confidence issues, normally the urgency goes down. Uh, I see this guy work tirelessly every day. So, no, he's a pleasure to be around right there. Look, he's a young player still learning and developing this league. There's Nothing's going to be perfect all the time. So, we got to keep doing a good job coaching him and bring him along. What do you need to do to sort of clean up some of the mistakes that keep showing up? I think with any young player, it always comes down to just fundamentals, that you can execute your technique at the right time against the speed of the game. Thanks. Canova. Hey, Joe. Um, in the last three weeks and maybe throughout the season, the two-minute defense has struggled. Is there a common thread there? Look, they're all different opponents and they attack you in different ways. We've had different personnel on the field throughout all those games for the most part, some changing parts. Look, we just have to do a better job of, you know, coaching the situation, executing as players. Everyone has to raise the level of play. Uh, that's something that we have to work on as a team and I uh, need to see marked improvement going forward. And the other thing quickly was Graham Gano. It looked like he tweaked his kicking leg. Did he have kicked last night, a long one? You say, could he have? Yes. Yeah, Graham finished the game for us. We had no plans and changed anything we would have done with him differently. So, you know, we'll see where he's at physically today. Um, but he kicked the ball really well for us last night. I think, Tom, to answer, that, to answer that question, Tom, for you, you can easily see a lot of times with kickers based on their kickoffs. You know, so in terms of the plan on kicking a long field goal, you look at Graham, the hang time and the distance he had on the kickoffs. I think that kind of shows you where his leg was at last night. We moved the ball around a little bit and placed the ball differently. But when we asked Graham to go ahead and bang the ball, he banged it pretty good, put it deep in the end zone, good hang time. So, you know, if that answers your question right there in terms of where we thought he was physically last night. Okay, thank you. I'm Rock. Joe, when, when a player has a, a play like Daniel's run last night that sort of ended ignominiously, uh, it kind of takes on a life of its own that's sort of the social media world we live in. Is that is that any part of your purview to help him get through that part of it um, and, and and what you saw in that play? Look, I thought he made a nice run. I mean, look, we'd like him to stay up and finish it. He stumbled. I mean, that's something you don't want to happen. Uh, look, internally, that'll be something, you know, eventually we'll be able to laugh about. Right now, you know, we'll correct some techniques and things. I thought Jason made a good call at the right time. Dana did a good job on the mesh as far as hiding that thing, disguising it, pulling it. 
made a real nice run to get down there. It was a huge gain for the team, put us in position to score, and the team capitalized on it. In terms of the social media part of it right there, I mean, look, the Internet's undefeated. I mean, there's, there's funny things all over the place. You just got to have a sense of humor. And, and when someone sends you something, shows you something, you got to be willing to laugh at yourself sometimes. And then um, your next game is a day before the trade deadline. Um, how, how does that affect – how does last night's game, I guess, affect what you're going to do in the next 10 days lead, leading up to that? Yeah, we haven't really had too many conversations as of yet as far as how that would affect anything right there. So, you know, our focus right now with this long weekend is just reviewing what we've done the first half of the season, coaching and playing, and making sure when the players come back that, you know, we've made some adjustments going forward. And that could be something in terms of how we practice, how we prepare, you know, techniques we're using with certain players, whatever that may be. We're kind of treating this a little bit right now like we would in a bye week. And it's a good opportunity for the players to get, you know, physically refreshed, mentally refreshed when they come back on Monday, getting back in the ball with those guys. Of course. Hey, Joe, I, I, got a couple, I got a couple for you. Number one, um, when you looked at the Evan Ingram play, the, um, the drop near the end of the game by the two-minute warning, um, did you think you should have caught the ball? And if so, is there anything wrong with the head coach, frankly, saying, I think you should have caught the ball? I think everyone's got their own style right there, Paul. You know, to me, I think, you know, across the board, it's easy to play money more than quarterback for a lot of people. We expect our players to perform in critical situations. You know, Evan put us in position to be in that part of the game yesterday with how he performed. I thought he did a good job showing up. It was very productive for us. I love the way he comes to work and repairs and battles. Um, you know, look, we'll address that internally with how we have to do things. I have no complaints on how Evan comes to work, what kind of teammate he is, and what he's helping us build going forward right there. Well, how some other head coach wants to handle that, that's on them, Paul. Okay, and um, uh, number two, just about head coaching. Uh, coaches always say when you're trying to build a team and, and, and get confidence in a team, when you get some positive reinforcement, it's easier. You know, they win and you can point out mistakes and also point out things they did well. With so little winning this year, is it uh, make your job harder to try to get positive reinforcement and build a team when there's so much losing that comes as a result of that? Look, I've always been very blunt and honest from day one. So regardless if it's coming off the field after a hard practice, coming off the field after a win or a loss, they're getting the same personality and feedback from me regardless. So when you do something good, I'm going to highlight it and point it out. And you do something wrong, I'm going to show that to the team as well and make sure we correct it. Everyone has to learn the lesson. So in terms of trying to use wins or losses as times to motivate or address players, um, yeah, to me, I think if you're just consistent on a daily basis, you don't have to wait for the you know, right time to correct someone or the right time to get motivation from somebody. I think you have to be consistent as a coach every day so the players know what to expect coming in. And they've been very consistent and very receptive the entire way as well, Paul. I understand what you're saying. I've worked for a lot of coaches who have said in the past, hey, you're, you, know, you can correct more after a win and after a loss. You have to kind of pick them up. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, that's not really my personality. I think you just tell it like it is. And uh, you know, people learn who you are, and they take the corrections as they come. Thanks. We have time for three more. Ryan, Lombardo, and Patty. Ryan. Joe, can you hear me? I got you, dude. Yeah, you know, I think everybody breathes a sigh of relief when you can hear me. Uh, I just wanted to follow up on Rock's question. I know you said you haven't had much time yet to discuss the trade deadline. Do you expect any of those decisions? Do you expect to have an input in uh, those decisions, kind of like free agency or whatnot with the personnel? Yeah, we've had great synergy in the building since I've been here with everybody involved. So we've been very open in a lot of discussions and talking through personnel, whether that was free agency or the draft, training camp with the final cut. So, you know, there's been great communication across the board. I would expect that to continue. And, you know, we've had a good job working together as a team. 
any moves you do make, and I'm, I'm, again, I understand you haven't made any and you don't know if you will, but any moves you do make, do you have to consider what kind of message that sends to the locker room or how that affects some of the young guys' development? If, like, say it was an offensive guy, how that affects Daniel, do you have to consider the ripple effect on those moves? You know, I don't know that there needs to be an assumption that there's going to be a string of moves anyway. Right now, I think by commenting a lot of this, you, all of a sudden you're going to have players kind of anticipating, like, what are we looking to do? I'm very clear with the players from day one that any decision we make is always in the best interest of the team. Um, so that's something I've told them from day one, uh, and I always reiterate that to them. However, just because there's a trade deadline coming up doesn't mean there's going to be a string of moves or something, you know, we're going to have to look to go ahead and do and flip a lot of things. So. Um, again, we, we always have personnel's, personnel conversations. We always discuss what we're doing schematically as an organization. We always make sure we're all on the same page. Uh, this week is no different just because there's a deadline approaching. Thanks, Joe. Lombardo. Hey, Joe. I have two for you, if you don't mind. Um, kind of following that same train of thought, how do you balance as a head coach trying to put the best team on the field for the rest of this year and looking at the big picture of wanting to continue to build around a young roster and maybe not give up draft picks or assets at the deadline? You know, I think part of the question you guys ask me every week is, you know, who do we expect to play at certain positions? I've been telling you every week, anyone at the game is going to play. We're into developing all of our players. So whether that's rotating linemen at different positions, whether that's getting a couple new DBs in to make sure they're getting exposure, make sure guys get reps in the kicking game, you know, we saw T.J. Brunson got to the game yesterday the first time, got in there, made a real nice play on kickoff, went down there and showed what we've been seeing in practice for, you know, a time right now. So we're looking to develop our players all the time. So to me, we're going out there to be competitive and win every game every week, okay? We're not racing for some kind of a draft pick. That's not in our priorities right now. We're trying to go out there every week. We're, we're trying to win. That's, that's our goal as an organization. In terms of bringing players along, um, look, we're using every player we have right now to develop for the future. Okay, so we're always thinking about the future and what we do. But the future includes you know, the Sunday game coming up that week as well as a long-term picture. So the balance is always just how it works off each other all the time anyway, Matt. I was just curious um, also with the Madre Harper late hit last night and then the hit on Deshaun Jackson, uh, just your thoughts on that, seeing it on film and maybe how you addressed it in, internally with, with Madre. Well, we haven't had team meetings yet, so I hadn't had a chance to look at the tape before addressing with Madre. Um, I talked to him in the locker room. I'll keep that conversation between, you know, me and him right now. Um, but when you know we have team meetings on Monday when the players come back, uh, anything we ever have to correct off of, we will. Last question here, Patty. Hey, Coach. How are you? You're good, Patty. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, thanks. Coach, after the game last night, Evan understandably was, was down given his performance. He's had a rough start to his year. I'm just wondering, what, what's your approach in keeping his confidence up and not letting you know his, his struggles manifest in his performance moving forward? Yeah, I'm not going to try to be a psychologist with him. I'll just let him know right now. He's an important player for us, makes a lot of big plays. He put us in a position last night to be competitive down the stretch. We all have to coach better. We all have to make plays and execute on the field. You know, to me, and there's not a player on our team that needs to worry about confidence or these, you know, questions about confidence issues. You know, confidence comes from, you know, practice execution and then in-game success. So, you know, in terms of, you know, Evan as a player, we have all the confidence in him, you know, possible. So we're going to keep giving him the ball, keep making him a focal point of our offense. And, uh, you know, we expect him to keep showing up and he did a, good, a lot of good things for us last night.